Alright guys, welcome in, welcome to the show. It's episode 301 of Kicking It with King. It's your host Gabriel Hernandez joining you here live on November 1st, 2020. Quick story to top it all off that we weren't able to watch the fights yesterday, so we're going to watch the fights here on this very special edition of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to watch the main card. Well, we're going to skim through it because I really only wanted to see like the Bryce Mitchell versus Andre Feely fight. Yeah, I wanted to see Alexander Hernandez as well. Um, which fights were that? We're going to look at those before we start the fights. Actually, I'm going to look at the specifics because I want to see. I, I got the results already and shit like that. And there's a couple of other things we're going to talk about and stuff. So I didn't really want to spend too much time on watching the fights because... Um, because uh, there are some things I want to talk about, you know, some upcoming news and some exciting things, too, as well. Um, let me see the main card over here. So I have to go to the prelims to watch Alexander Hernandez fight. I wanted to see that Alexander Hernandez fight. He, he fought uh, Chris Goodsmacher, de- defeated him by TKO, but I have not seen the fights yet. So, like I said, it's kind of like one of the cooler parts about it. Uh, let me see the I'm on the ESPN Plus app right now. Where the fuck is uh, Prelims at? Yeah. Um. Oh, they have it to where you can watch the fight separately, so you don't have to skip it through. Here we go. Only lasted eight um, eight minutes and four seconds. That's how long the video is. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. This is Chris Goodsmacher. Brandon Fitzgerald commentating. Inside the octagon, here's Chris Bucker. Ladies and gentlemen, this bout in the UFC lightweight division. Introducing first, It's presented to you by Modelo, bitches. We're watching Modelo. We're watching UFC and we're enjoying Modelo at the same time, baby. It's so crazy to be able to say, like, um... 301 episodes, I was literally about to say like 200 something, I was like, no, bitch, we're on 301 episodes, so that's cool. Alexander coming off of a loss, who's he coming off of a loss against? Let's look, Chris Guzmacher, I haven't seen him fight in a long time, he's, he's on the Ultimate Fighter. Fresh Modelo. Modelo Especial. Thank you, Helwani. He came, he came off of a loss to Drew Dober in his last fight. So this will be his first fight back since then. Here we go, baby. Ooh, nice leg kick off the bat. Another leg kick off the bat by Chris Goodsmacher. Wasting no time. Ooh, they're just exchanging with leg kicks, right? Another leg kick by Hernandez. Front kick to the body. Head kick attempt, right hand by Guzmacher. Leg kick. It's like he'll throw one, he'll throw one. Alexander will throw one, Chris will throw one. Alexander will throw one, Chris won't throw one. Damn, he's looking good right off the bat, man. Alexander wasting no time. Damn. 
just trading like back and forth, back and forth. It's like a sparring session, kind of. Yeah, we're not going to watch all the fights. We're just going to watch the ones that the most anticipated ones, because otherwise we'll be on the show forever. And then we got some stuff. I want to talk about Israel Adesanya moving up to fight Jan Blachowicz as well, which is really surprising considering, like, if you think of Israel moving up, he's going to be moving up to fight John Jones instead of Israel. He's moving up to fight John Jones, you would think, instead of Jan Blachowicz. So we'll get into talking about that. Ooh, nice right hand by Hernandez in the back. Three minutes and 23 seconds left in the round. Another head kick. Ooh, another left hand, right hand. Ooh. Hernandez, oh, oh, oh my god, he looked perfect, he looked great, wow, dude, that was, oh my god, dude, holy shit, damn, dude, Oh my goodness. He just came in there with a man on a mission. He got started a little early. Boom, head kick. He stuns him. Chris Gulbacher is hurt. He keeps coming forward, though. He keeps coming forward. Another head kick. Left hand. He stuns him. Right hand. He goes after him again. Right hand, right hand. Uppercut. Uppercut. Ooh, he drops him. Ooh. It is over, folks. That was brought to you by Modelo, you son of a bitch. Hurt him again. Ooh, left hand. Right hand. Right hand. Uppercut. Ooh, uppercut. It's over. It's over. Oh, Bisping's reaction. Solid. No, that was a knockout. We'll watch the main card, actually. He looked great. He looked really great. I cannot wait to see his next fight. He looked great. He's very intelligent, too, honestly. If you listen to him speak, he's very he's a very intelligent guy. Like if you hear his interviews with Ariel, his, his interviews is very solid, man. I have to be real honest. Right up next, Kevin Holland versus. Uh, was it Kevin Holland versus uh, Andre, what, Char Charlie Antros? Here we go, baby. 99 cent store version of Sean O'Malley. <laughs> what up with that dude, though? Kevin Holland's fucking good, though. I've been waiting to watch him fight. He's a top tier contender in my opinion. He's not that far away. 
Antiveros. We're loading these buds up into this pipe, baby. This is post Halloween, baby. Halloween was lit yesterday, and today's podcast is going to be lit, baby. Recap of all the fights, smoking some weed, drinking an ice cold Modelo. What else can you ask for, baby, on a Sunday, baby? We get need to eat this Sunday, baby. November 1st, baby. I like that karate stance he has. Ont- 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 Ontario's? I can't pronounce it. Hey, kick. Takedown. Nasty. Has him side control. Going for a choke off the back. Oh no, I thought he was trying to grab him. From I wonder what injury happens. I read that something happened due to an injury, but I never, I've never seen any of the fights yet. So this is my live reaction, my first time ever watching it. Hammer fist, he's slapping him. He's slapping him. Is that a dick punch? Bud Light, um, there's a Bud Light seltzer over here that it's not even fully drank yet, and it's only been like a few hours. He has his back, oh, he has his back, ooh, he slammed him down, whoa, what kind of throw was that? Well, four 
He has his body, real body lock, and he slams. Oh, I think he had his arm. Still can't see what happened. He has his bat. He has him on the ground. He goes to get up. He lands a couple shots. <laughs> has his back a body lock. His arm was slant at her, or like dislocated or something. I don't know what happened though. Do you guys know what happened? I've I've never seen this happen yet. It's crazy. <laughs> hey guys, so so why were the commercial break? So you there's this one girl that was talking to me for a while. It's probably been a, it was probably about like nine days or so, and I hadn't talked to. Her. Oh, we we had barely just started talking, right? And decided hey do you want to like date or so and i'm not gonna tell you everything else about it right but we were talking for so long right we were talking 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 i had asked a couple of times throughout those nine days hey can i call because you know how me me i'm like a type of, type of guy that likes to talk you know obviously you hear me on the podcast all the time right so i'm really like generally a type of guy that likes to talk so i wanted to call her and then she would um come up with reasons why that reason why she couldn't uh, talk on the phone. It's like, I understand why you couldn't talk on the phone a couple times, but when you're clearly having time to, <coughs> excuse me, text back, the fights are back on, by the way, and you have the time to text back and text crazily like you usually do, like back to back to back, like super fast and shit, then you should have time to talk on the phone. Point being, that shit was hella funny. I just dumped her like with ease yesterday. It was hella funny, bro. I want to see what happens. Round victory, second first round victory of the year for Kevin Holland. His fourth win of 2020. He becomes the first fighter on the UFC roster to notch four victories in 2020. He does it in style. Certainly, our best and our thoughts to Charlie Ontiveros as the medical professionals uh, deal with his injury right now. But Kevin Holland will go back with even maybe Andrew Hawani knows what happened. Yeah, I was gonna say, don't give that man any more confidence because he is brimming, calling out. Charlie, should I get back to your feet? He kicks the 
shoulder. You know, he landed in a very awkward position. So perhaps knocked a, a shoulder out of, you know, dislocated the shoulder or a rib or something like that. Yeah, like you said, Michael, there didn't appear to be heavy impact to the head. And it, it does appear in pain. So I'm thinking shoulder or maybe a pinched nerve in the neck or something like that. Obviously, I am not a trained medical or anything. So um, we'll just keep it as our best thoughts for Charlie to be uh, taken care of. But for now, the moment belongs to Kevin Holland. Michael, it's your turn. Kevin Holland, my word. Listen, four wins in 2020. And I hate to say that that one looked kind of easy for you. How are you feeling right now? I feel really good. I, I'm not trying to be, you know, talking over my opponent. I kind of really want to fight this Russian kid. He's a little bit of a name. I know I should do these last second fights. I keep thinking of last second. This is so fucking interesting. It's a good win, though. Dude, that was good. <laughs> Alright, what's one what what's up next? Greg Hardy versus Maurice Green, baby. Alright. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Quickly follow us on Twitter and Instagram at KWTK Pod as well as uh, G the King MMA on Twitter, G the King Official on Instagram. Here we go, baby. Um, quickly, like I said, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Um, follow our podcast as well. We're available everywhere you get your podcast, Spotify iTunes, everywhere you get your shows, ladies and gentlemen, we're available, 100% free, easy to use, this episode would be on YouTube, but we've been wa we're watching the fights, and we're having a special segment, so, you know, that's what I put it is, baby, we're watching the fights, and we haven't watched them, so here we go, Maurice Green versus Greg Hardy. It's time to get some heavy artillery in the octagon, turn it into a fucking monster. Greg Hardy, the first UFC heavyweight in UFC history to miss weight at heavyweight, baby. <laughs> Hardy looks like he smokes a lot of weed. Like if he told you he was a stoner, you would uh, you would believe him almost. 
Maurice Green looks like the. He looks like um, the heavyweight Tyrone Woodley. <laughs> a heavyweight Tyrone Woodley. Is it, am I not mistaken? Maurice Green's good. It's unfortunately lost. <laughs> Good thing I'm by myself. I'm spraying COVID all over the place. Here we go, Greg Hardy. Maurice Green, should I live commentate this shit? Let me practice my skills right now. All right, here we go. Greg Hardy taking on Maurice Green. Red versus blue. Here we go. Tyron Woodley versus Greg Hardy. Let's go, baby. Flight Cox brought to you by Modelo. Leg kick right off the bat by Maurice Green. Greg Hardy possessing the power. To end the fight at any given time. Maurice Green a little bit light on the feet. On his wheels. Greg Hardy lands another kick. For me it looks like Greg Hardy. Everything he throws is nasty. It's wild. It's ferocious. It's intended to knock you out cold. Or to badly hurt you. I mean he's slowly but surely. Oh. Ooh. He caught the leg kick. And he landed some vintage ground and pound. Oh my gosh. Oh. Hammer fist. Oh my god. He caught the kick and he landed a nasty right hand. He's got to avoid the up kicks. Oh, Greg Hardy's landing some vintage ground to pound. Oh my God! And he's oh oh. Oh my God. Whoa, we gotta hear what they're saying on this shit. What the hell's going on here? <clears throat> wow. Yeah, he caught the kick and he landed it. It's like he was anticipating him throwing that kick. He caught it. He, he took him basically kind of forced it into a takedown. Now we've got Greg Hardy in kind of like this. Not he's got him in the full mount. He's in side mount, but Morris Green is up against the fence, and Greg Hardy's landing some nasty ground and pound strikes, dude. It seems like he is fucking strong, dude. He looks like he's been working on his physique. Look at that shit, dude. We don't have any commercials here on this thing. That's why it's cool. And by the way, two more days until the election. <laughs> Who will be the president today? <coughs> or should I say, the president elect? Who will be the president? <laughs> we like the the laughing stock of the world. Oh, he's on top of him, still in the Oh my god! Oh my god! This is terribly amazing. Dude, it looks like Greg Hardy's been working on his jujitsu too. It looked like I thought he was gonna do like a um, arm triangle choke. Ooh. Two minutes and sixteen seconds left in the first round. There you go. Maurice Green gets back up to his feet. Can he get something going here? No more of those kicks. Obviously, Greg Hardy proved to grab them and almost knocked him out. Club. They're exchanging low kicks. Greg Hardy, I could watch him fight every week. Come on, heavyweight Tyrone Woodley. 
body kick. Kind of like a Superman punch he landed. Okay, Murray Screen throws a head kick. Kind of grazed him. Marie Screen kind of reminds you of a light heavyweight, kind of. He does look like, if you look at him from afar, he does look like a heavyweight Tyrone Woodley with a different haircut. And quickly after this fight, we got um, we've got Bryce Mitchell versus Andre Feely fight, which is something I was waiting to look to watch to. And then after that, we got the Anderson Silva fight here on this episode of Kicking It with the King, watching the fights, baby. Fight night recap edition where we watch the fights because we were too drunk and too high on. The day before when the fights were on, and we're actually watching them there on this episode because we couldn't watch them on the day that they aired because we were too fucked up, ladies and gentlemen. And we're on our way there here today, baby. And this is like a fight campaign, like what Joe Rogan does, baby. It's what we're doing here on this show. And we get to talk about it. We get to fun, we get to enjoy each other. Here we go. We take a drink. Shout out to Modelo. Cerveza Modelo. 24 ounce, baby. First round. So it's like it's so crazy because, like, when you first start the started the podcast. I never knew that I would still be sitting here like to this very day. Now, like to this day, still doing it. Like still doing the damn thing. And I started it like in 2015. And I'm still going here in 2020. I'm on episode 301. We're having fun on the show. We've talked a lot about the... We've, talk, we've, went, we've been and talked about like the world's best UFC fights. And previewed them. Broke it all down for fans. Whether regardless of if people are tuning in or just tuning in now you know over the years starting to listen to it a little bit more it's better than nothing because watching your own progression and stuff like that is a pretty amazing thing uh, here we go round two <coughs> Oof, i just took a hit that's why Oh. oh, it's over. Stop that fight. Stop that fight. It's over. Oh, my God. Hammer fist. He's covering up. Oh, 
He's on his back. He has his back. Ah! Stop the fight. It's over. Hey, I got to see that again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know that you can't you, you can't feel good for the guy that wins, and not feel bad for the dude that lost it. Cause you know like it sucks. Cause if you're on both sides, man, if that's you losing, then shit, you know it's, fun, it's unfortunate, man. Cause he has fans that's rooting for him, and you know, you know when you it's like the watching the thrill and agony videos, dude. It's like you can't. You know, all these people have families, and they're in there for a reason, and they're fighting, and they're they're sacrificing more than lots of the fans watching. Most more people watching are the ones, that are, you know, the fans and stuff. Like you're not actually the ones in there, though. These are the guys that are in there. So if you don't know what they're going through or what they've gone through to do it, it's like it's unfortunate, though. Like I said, ah, that's kind of sudden. Is that Rashad? That is a shot. Wow, that was a great performance, though. Wow, he's devastating. Like he's like a, he's like a powerhouse, man. You know, Greg Hardy. You know, he he has a controversial past and shit like that. And and people may not like him, or they may not agree with him being in the sport. And they may I've seen some hatred, hateful things towards Greg Hardy in the past, and you know, reading about him in the past, and seeing that when he first like was gonna start MMA, and it was like a report. They made a report, you know, the media they create the reports, and people have the tendency and the audacity to comment on them. That's what we do. Reports come out on Twitter, on Instagram. What do you think? And what do you see? You see the comment section full. That's different people's thoughts on those. You know, people are voicing their thoughts. And people uh, voiced their thoughts on Greg Hardy. And for the most part, it didn't necessarily seem like like it was the most positive outcome from there. Right? And that's what happened. But it's slowly but surely gone away. I mean, I'm looking at the freaking comment section sometimes. And it's not as negative as it usually used to be. Because, I mean... Regardless of the past, Greg Hardy's turned into something crazy. And he's a superstar, man. He's, he's a fucking powerhouse. Anything he hits you with, you know, he has some nasty fucking power. He's a superstar, man. That's a good one, dude. <laughs> Damn, that guy has some fucking power. Alright, we got Bryce Mitchell versus Andre Touchy Feely. There we go, baby. Right. Andre Feely reminds me of like just like one of those 
I don't know. It just reminds me of one of those, like, those, like, he looks like his personality, you know, goes into everything that he has on his, as a tattooed dude. Looks like he likes punk rock music and likes to go to fucking concerts and shit. Oh, look at the, look at the freaking, uh, camo shorts. They look good. I like them. Sacramento's own. I like Bryce Mitchell. <laughs> I'm not mad at what he said about the the whole mask thing at the post fight press conference. Because it's like, dude, why the fuck should we have to go places and wear a mask? Like, really? In, in reality, how badly is that really protecting us? Is it really protecting us? I mean, he's like, their freedoms are being taken away and shit like that. I agree with what he's saying, though. <laughs> People are probably going to hate me for that. That's probably why we don't get views and listens on the show sometimes. Because talk some shit sometimes. This ping here, fuck it out. <laughs> oh, he got the one for the takedown already. Here he got it. He gets back up to his feet. He still has a leg. And he tries to go for the foot sweep. He gets him down again. He's up against the cage and he's down. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. That was awesome. That was a, that was fast. He gets him down. Once Bryce Mitchell gets you down, it's over. He's like a fucking... Uh, He's like a, almost like a Khabib-like guy. He did. Bisping did wear the camo shirts. Arcane just Bryce Mitchell. He's so good. And he just keeps chaining the takedown. He didn't stop the takedown. Even when Feely got back to, up to his feet, he didn't stop. And he just takes him down at will, and he's holding him down. And Feely tries to push up. Now he's in his full guard. Bryce Mitchell turns to side control. Um, okay, he's on side control now. He has his arm wrapped uh, around his back of Feely's head. Feely's... Look at Philly's tattoos. Though. He looks like the kind of guy that has those. Like he goes to concerts. He does like if he does acid or some shit. But no, he's a professional fighter, and he's a good fighter. You know, obviously, but you know he, he's never really cracked like the top fifteen or anything like that. He's, he's just a fan favorite. A lot of people like him. His last name is Philly, so Andre Touchy Philly. Like it's a it's a cool nickname, and he has a lot of cool tattoos and shit. So. He's a fan favorite, good-looking guy, no, no doubt. Um, but in reality, he's getting his face pounded in right now by Bryce Mitchell. Bryce Mitchell's in his guard. 
Uh, landed a nice right hand by Bryce Mitchell. He's in his guard right now. Uh, Bryce Mitchell's is using his grappling to his absolute advantage. And, um, he just hasn't stopped. Here we go. Feely's has no answer for the grappling right now. Bryce Mitchell in side control. Put a knee on the belly. Oh, gets a full mount. Bryce, Tony, he tries to get up. I was going to call him Tony. He tries to get up. Ooh, Feely gets up, and kind of Bryce Mitchell kind of is on the back, on his back, but he fell down. And now Bryce is turning over. Landed nasty ground and pound. More ground and pound. He's in his, he's in his guard. Feely has not been able to get back out to his feet because anytime he does, Bryce Mitchell's just up there on him. He's not getting up. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Oh, shit. Nice elbow. He's still on top. Oh, nice. He's on top, pounding his, trying to pound his face. And Philly is good at, you know, not letting him posture up and, and having him take too much damage. His defense is very good. So Bryce just has to kind of, like, posture up and re-posture up and get back to that position that he just normally trying to get back in because if you notice he's still trying to get back in that same full amount and land those nasty ground and pound shots eventually probably looking for a finish but it's not going to happen but you know Feely is doing real good defending and he reverses it now Bryce Mitchell's on his back and Feely gets back up to his feet don't play with the ground game don't play with the ground game you're messing messing around playing with the ground game Bryce Mitchell's going to go for your legs now they're back up to his feet 40 minutes to, 40 seconds to go in the first round <laughs> I can't be high and commentate at the same time 33 seconds left. Oh, takedown. Twenty seconds. Mr. Bryce Mitchell, the guy that uh ruptured his testicle or something. He's I, oh yeah, I remember like hearing like an interview on Ariel Helwani's show or something like that. And Bryce Mitchell talked about him, like, rupturing his left testicle or some shit like that. It was like, ooh, that sounds fucking painful, honestly. That sounds fucking painful. Jesus, man. I mean, he's fought, he's, he's 14 to 1 now with the win over Feely recently. So, I mean, like, he, he's a good freaking, uh, what are they at, featherweight? Who, who's a good, another, another featherweight? Uh, who's a good featherweight? contender fight for him like no not featherweight contender but who's a good featherweight matchup for Bryce Mitchell next we haven't really had time to think about it because we're still I'm, I'm fucked I'm pretty fucked up stone right now ladies and gentlemen and quickly um we're gonna like like I said are we, are, we might do a podcast uh well I probably won't I won't be here I won't be here never mind I was gonna say we could do a podcast on the third to um, election night that would be kind of cool <laughs> no but but Realistically, in reality, I had a hair in my mouth. That's why I did that. In reality, the next time we do the podcast, um, it's it's gonna be like we're gonna have a new we're gonna have a new president elect. The the election will be over because I will be busy this week, and I won't be able to like do a podcast the other time. So it's gonna be crazy, dude. Here we go, round two. 
Feely's got to avoid the ground game. Ooh, nice right hand by Mitchell. Oh shit, dude. Do you see the way he, he shoots for the takedowns? He shoots, he, his hips are so quick. Did the way. Did Feely fight on Artem Lobov? Was that ever a thing? Flying knee by Andre Feely. Heck, heck. Feely's doing good on the feet right now. Avoiding the takedowns by backing Bryce Mitchell up. Let me see if that was a fight. Feely versus Lobov. That's fucking hilarious if it is. Fucking Artem Lobov. 50-50 <laughs> fighter, man. <laughs> Everyone called him the GOAT. What the hell is he the GOAT at? <laughs> What is, what is Artem Lobov the goat of? Yeah, Andre Feely did fight him, and he won by unanimous decision. <laughs> 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 oh, Bryce looking for the takedown. Uh-oh. I'm still not finished with 24 ounce of Modelo. Andre Feely's done a lot to avoid the ground. It's been a kind of a striking matchup other than that. Bryce Mitchell looking for the takedown. Oh, he got him all the way up against the fence. Feely defending. Two minutes and 15 seconds left in the round. Going for the takedown. Still up one against the takedown. Oh, he gets him down. He gets him down. He gets him down. Bryce Mitchell and full mount. Nobody that doesn't listen or watch MMA is going to understand what's going on in this podcast right now. If you're not an MMA fan... This episode particularly wouldn't be an episode for you unless you're just a pure fan or something like that of me. Of me, of myself, me, myself, and I. He's just on top of him, smothering him. No, Bisbee, it's not a close round. Because Bryce Mitchell had him down for this most part, it's not a close round. There you go. you guys enjoy my intro song too, by the way? Do you want to hear me play with beats after the fight? We're gonna, well, we'll have a two-hour podcast today, baby. It's November 1st. It, I want to I wanna play some beats for you guys. After the Anderson Silver Ryan Hall fight, that's everything else. Uh, it ends in the fourth round by TKO. I just never seen 
seen it, but I thought it would be kind of cool on November 1st to have like a, uh, watching, the, watching the fights live and having a good time, getting pretty fucking stoned here on this podcast. I'm not telling you what, uh, oh, wait, never mind, I forgot what I was going to say. It's 9.52 in the morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is a post-fight recap. Dude, this is like the Halloween continued, <laughs> but we're actually functional and able to watch the podcast, or to do the podcast as well. Ooh, nice right aim by Mitchell. Oh, he stopped the takedown. Oh, nice kick. Yeah, I feel he did better that round. Get back up to his feet. Not gonna lie. Pretty good fight so far, man. Lots of amazing performances. I actually had Saturday off, so I was just partying um, with one of my friends, and uh, my dad got pretty fucking stoned and pretty fucked up, so wasn't really able to like watch the fights like I was seeing. So here we are on a Sunday morning, at the top of the hour, watching and recapping. The fights, as we as we always should be should be. We haven't done this in a while. Round three, baby. Here we go. Final round. I think it's two o two and o for Bryce Mitchell so far. Why that? Keeps landing a nasty right hand. Gets him take gets him down. He throws a right hand and goes to the takedown right away. I just don't think Feely did enough to win rounds two. It it was a close round. That's the thing. The second round was close. Maybe if you had to gun the head. Ask if someone did do some stuff that is significant. I'd say it maybe give the second round a feeling, but right now Bryce Mitchell's on top, and he's keeping him on the ground. Oh, he tried to get back up to his feet, and, and Bryce had his leg, and he had his leg up, and he went to initiate the takedown.
reversal. Wow. Very tough fight, though. It's not a oh, nice right hand. He keeps landing that. And he gets a takedown again. Yeah, I'd say uh, based on control and and the significant the takedowns that Bryce has landed, I'd say he's. I mean, I feel like he's in complete control so far. So there's really no debate here on who won this fight or lost this fight. Five seconds left in the third round. Awesome, dude. <laughs> that was a great fight. Fuck these commercials. This is the day after. You guys, you guys seen the, uh, the new episode of The Mandalorian for season two? Badass, by the way. Here we go. Pretty bore, Andre Fusey.
That was a tough fight, though. Hey, lots of respect. I like that. He said I don't like most people, so he's like, I like you. That was fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> fucking loved it. I fucking loved it. I am raw from that. <laughs> We're not going anywhere, folks. <laughs> this podcast has just gotten started. <laughs> Alright, let's go. Final final fight, baby. <laughs> Anderson Silva versus Uriah Hall, baby. Starting up in second. Here we, oh, here we go, here we go. Here we go, baby. Anderson versus Uriah Hall. God damn, I didn't realize it was 45. Damn, time flies by. Dry Hall seems young compared to Anderson. <laughs> the legendary Bruce Buffer, man. Man, it's so emotional. Anderson Silva's like, dude. Anderson Silva's been one of the, it's been one of the best of all time for so long. And what he's been able to do in the sport, and the fact that he's retiring and on his own terms, despite winning or losing, man, legendary, dude. Damn, dude. Hollow's in real good shape. Hey, 34, 11, and 1. That's, that's a good record, especially when you're a legend in the sport. Legendary Bruce Buffer introductions for Silva will always be there. Bruce Buffer's forever. 
iconic. Man, <laughs> wow. Yeah, no doubt he deserves a Hall of Fame. I mean, he broke his leg, for fuck's sakes. And many thought he wasn't ever going to return. So, I mean, just the fact that he, is, that he fought, that he's been fighting ever since, regardless, win or lose, this man snapped his leg in one of the most horrific injuries we've ever seen inside the UFC in modern days. Modern day, I mean, that was insane. And even though it was years and years ago, you still can't ever feel the same again after something like that happened. Very tactical so far. So crazy with seeing it. That's Anderson right now. Wow. Like it by Anderson. Oh, nice leg. <laughs> nice. Nice. He's landing nice, nasty leg kicks. You gotta be fucking careful with a guy like Anderson. Remember when you like he play with people, and then he would <laughs> just fuck you up though. He'd fuck you up, but he'd play with you, and people would get hella mad about it. Dana White, oh nice, nice. Anderson Silva, man, he's still doing the damn thing at forty-five years old. You just gotta put them in fun fights. Anderson coming forward. Ooh, nice. Coming forward, though. He's walking your eye hall down. Anderson doing good. He's doing fucking amazing, though. What are you talking about? Wow. He's looking good. He looks good. Despite even if he loses, man, it's like he looks good.
<laughs> Anderson stalking, playing with you. That's what he would do when he'd frustrate dudes and they'd make mistakes and he'd knock you out. That's what he did. Remember that fight with Vitor? <laughs> the front kick to the face. Oh my god. Dude, that was <laughs> That is insane, bro. It's like, oh my god. Dude, that will forever be one of the craziest fucking knockouts of all time, dude. The front kick to that face. Dude, it was just so fucking perfect, dude. It was just so perfect. Like, how do you not land such a front, front kick so perfectly? Look at Anderson. Anderson looks good. Ooh, Anderson <laughs> came forward. Ooh, nice front kick. He does. He, I, I said that. He looks good. He did look good. That was a good round. That was a competitive round. I'd say Anderson won that first round. Arguably, for sure. I, I'd say he won that first round, for sure. Definitely. Definitely. Watching that. He walked him down and landed a lot. A lot of nasty front kicks. A lot of nasty everything. He did perfect. That was a great round. Alright, news, ladies and gentlemen. I am nearing the end of this 24 ounce of Modelo. Okay. He's gonna set up the head kick. He's gonna set up the straight two. Everything he does is here. All right. You did a good job. You kept sliding down. He didn't touch you. You got his timing down. You're way faster than him. You just need more. Just need to let it go. Here. Oh, don't take your time. Let it go. You right. let it go. And don't don't back up with your hands down. Okay. Let it go. The message from Safe Saud. That has been something that has held and, uh, Uriah Hall back in the past. Yeah, and that was just tremendous corner work. i got to say, I agree with everything he said. Clear, concise instructions. Don't go back in a straight line. You've got to be first. He's going to leave the dance because he is reacting to what Anderson's doing in that first round. And he was going back in a straight line. And Anderson will chase you. He'll go for it. And just when you think the attack is over, you'll get hit with the unexpected. He looked great in the first round. I've been reading the tweets that are on the side. He really did look good. Three people had a 10-9 Anderson. Four people. No. And he did really, he's done, he did really good against a guy like Uriah Hall. Yeah, four, like he said, four more rounds. John Jones says, okay, Anderson, good round one.
center stage tonight, John Jones had to say if you tune in on social media. Oh, this is so tactical. They're very tactical. It's like a good martial arts matchup. There's, yeah, it's like it's so tactical. And look at the way they're they're portraying themselves in round two. This is really fun. I'm really enjoying this. They're they're so respectful and landing good shots and stuff. This is a fun fight, man. So far. 
Socks is fucking cold in here. has a good chin though. I like how you can hit the corner so clearly, though. Ooh. 
couple of wins away from challenging for that middleweight title. Speaking of Israel Adesanya, yeah, he's in the building tonight. Yeah, you might have was uh, saying this week that Izzy has handpicked easy opponents, of course. Oh, stiff jab from Silva. Adesanya's uh, very fast and quick later, so he had a good comeback. But we'll talk about that later. I love this one's accent. Anderson's stalking him. Anderson's walking him down. Regardless of if he loses, he's 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 looked good. He's looked good. That's the thing, dude. Dude, and is it wasn't like one-sided or anything either. It's crazy. It wasn't one-sided at all. Competitive third round as well. 26 seconds left. Wow. He's leaving his head down in the, in, the, in the center line, though. But. He's going. They're going for it. Whoa. That was a crazy. What the fuck happened? I missed it. I, I wasn't paying attention for like three seconds and I seen that shit happen. What the fuck happened? Wait, wait. Can we go back for a second? I got to see that shit again. Hold on, hold on. All right, here we go. Oh, it was a right hand. Oh, oh. He got caught. That's the thing. He gets caught. That's the thing. He looks so good before that happened. You can't tell me that he doesn't belong in championship level fights. Are you kidding me? Wow. <laughs> oh, God. You gotta be kidding me, man. <laughs> Damn, Silva looks good up until that happened. After getting caught like that, though, you really gotta change things. Boom! Oh, because he had him close. He's close quarters. Oh, watch, watch, watch. He lands a kick. Silva, Rahul throws right hand, fakes it. Anderson Silva's ducking, and he gets caught. Watch, watch, one more time. He's coming in. Anderson comes in. When Anderson, you know, stalking, moving his head, coming in, he caught him on the uh, on the way while he was still in. That makes sense. Yeah, they could have stopped it right there. Herb Dean didn't stop it, but Anderson Silva was holding on still. Oh, damn, dude. Still looked really good, and still has looked very good up until that happened. That's a special thing, though. It wasn't like one-sided or anything. I keep saying that, but it's just the truth. 
Nice leg kick. Or heck, my body kick, excuse me. His jab is so fast, dude. Anderson came in a little too reckless with there and got caught on the way in. Yeah, he left. Yep, yep, he left himself wide open. He got caught coming in. It's all right, man. And Uriah Hall had the best performance against Anderson Silva out of all those motherfuckers. DC, Derek Brunson. Every, anyone that Anderson's fought recently, is it Adesanya? Who's in the building just as well? You look good. Look at the man. Wow, this is awesome. Hey, he's crying. Yeah, that's beautiful. Embracing right now. And since it was so so classy and respectful and stuff. <laughs> Who's that giving him a minute the cut man or something? The dude wiping him off. So respectful. Damn, dude. This makes you want to be cheery eyed. the other day when I fought Anderson right before we started I said to him good luck 
I've never wasted a public good look ever in my life, and I don't know why I said that, but the reason was because I respect the guy. I don't want to hurt him. I don't want to. I don't want either of us to be damaged at the end of the fight. You know, and when it's all said and done, it's a contest. It's martial arts. It's trying to pit your skills against another man. That's all it is, and they both know that, and that was beautiful to see. And now Hall going over to the team of Anderson Silva and showing his respect there. Perhaps we just witnessed Anderson Silva's last fight in the octagon. Let's make this one official. A fourth round TKO for Uriah Hall to make it official. Bruce Buffer. You hear that echo at the end? It makes you a little emotional. My eyes are literally watery. Damn, that's awesome. By knockout for Uriah Hall. We knew this was going to be a striking battle on the feet between two very high-level mixed martial artists. Man, it lived up to it. Once they kind of found their groove and started to turn it on. That's awesome, dude. That's how you have to approach a fight with Anderson Silva. You know, I know I was calling for pressure, but you can't run in guns blazing. He's too good. He's too technical. He sees the opening. But as the fight progressed... Uriah started to feel more and more comfortable. He started to realize that, hold on, I'm just as good. I can match him for speed. I can match him for technique and certainly match him for power. You know, and, and it was a beautiful finish. It almost happened in the third. We saw it happen in the fourth. Of course, it was an emotional moment for both of them there at the end. But tonight, it belongs to Uriah Hall. Yeah, and of course, a lot is mentioned of the Anderson Silva highlight reel. Uriah Hall has that. Look at that, Michael. He ties you in second place all time for UFC middleweight knockouts. I had a couple on the Ultimate Fighter, though. And don't get counted. <laughs> well, Uriah Hall had one of the most devastating knockouts on the Ultimate Fighter okay, in the history Brendan, of the show. Okay, Brendan, moving on. I just want to give credit to our guy. <laughs> How about Walt Harris chiming in? Good to hear from you, Big Ticket. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, every fighter in this sport... I'm writing, I'm writing on Twitter right now.
Alright, ladies and gentlemen, that, that, that was probably it, alright? <laughs> very emotional, though. Very emotional. Like, I'm not like, I got teary eyed when it comes to that. But, uh, yeah, so. Great fight, great performance. But, um, we got a few, we got a few more. We got probably like 15 more minutes left here on this, um, show. Um, I just quickly wanted to talk about Israel Adesanya, speaking of the middleweight division, I wanted to speak about Israel Adesanya, right? And how about we put this last portion on Instagram? No, I'm just kidding. Um, so Israel Adesanya is going to be moving up in weight to fight against the light heavyweight champion currently, Jan Blachowicz. So, wow, that came out of left field, kind of. I didn't really expect it. Very interesting matchup. Never expected it. Very curious to see how Israel does against a guy like Jan. Who, you know, first things first, Israel's moving up for the first time in a long time. Second thing, he hasn't had anybody punch his chin like a guy like Jan Bohovic will do. Third, it's going to be, if Israel wins, oh my god. You know, I was thinking about this last night, right? Even though I got pretty fucked up last night, there was before this time when I was, when I would look at my phone during the little moments where I was pretty fucking high, I was thinking about the matchup. 
And I was like, okay, so Israel wants to move up to fight Jan Blachowicz. So there's a lot of questions that go into this. Oh, he's avoiding John Jones. He's doing this. He's doing that. But, you know, I I'm looking at it from the business side. All right, all right, so here we go. Israel is there. He moves up to fight Jan Blachowicz. He beats Jan Blachowicz. He gets a light heavyweight title. He's a reigning defending UFC middleweight champion. He's reigning defending UFC light heavyweight champion. How do you not lure John Jones down to light heavyweight? If you're really the best light heavyweight, John Jones, this is the way that they're thinking about this. In Israel's head, if you're the best light heavyweight in the world, John Jones, I just took your bread. I just took your belt. You're coming down in this weight class, and you're going to prove to me why you're the baddest man on the planet. I took your belt, and I beat the guy who's holding for the belt. I beat, you know, Blahovich beat the fuck out of Reyes, who arguably beat John Jones in a lot of people's eyes. So I'm sure all these things are under John Jones' skin, and these are things, I mean, I, maybe I'm wrong, but you got to think about it like that. Like, it, is that not the thing that's going on in John's mind? I mean, fuck Reyes. Reyes just lost. John had a not not necessarily like a tough time he didn't have a tough 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 time it just you know it was it was a tough fight for sure but you know like i said going in the future blahovich had his way with reyes and now israel adesanya wants to fight blahovich so as crazy as that sounds man if that's a fight that's coming up early 2021 sign me up anything to lure john jones out the mix so interesting fight um, Blahovich obviously said hits really hard. Um, has a lot of experience at light heavyweight. I mean, multiple time light heavyweight champion over in the UFC. Obviously, UFC light heavyweight champion now, KSW light heavyweight champion. And you know, obviously took a little long to get his career started in the UFC. And you know, avenged those last two losses he had against Jimmy Manoa and Corey Anderson. Knocked out Corey Anderson. Beat the brakes off Jimmy Manoa in a unanimous decision victory. Um, and beat Dominic Reyes in fairly easy fashion, and Dominic Reyes gave John Jones a hard time. So, you know, for the longest time, people were talked about Blahovich and John Jones fighting, and I don't know if we're going to necessarily get that kind of fight later on, but, you know, for right now, we've got Blahovich versus Adesanya coming up next, because, you know, at the middle, at the top of the middleweight division, you go back to that, you know, there's a lot of people questioning the decision, Israel's decision to fight, and I know that for sure. Um, is that, you know, Robert Whittaker just won against, uh, Jared Kennear, and he just beat Darren Till before that, two top contenders since losing to Adesanya, so maybe he fights the winner of, well, I don't know, not the win winner, if Jack Hermanson's victorious, fight Jack Hermanson, if not, I don't know, because I don't know what's going to happen after that, I mean, so I said, like, there's really nothing out, maybe, maybe fight Paulo Costa, Paulo Costa wants a big fight next, he just lost to Adesanya, but... You know, obviously, Whitaker winning a couple fights in a row. He's not going to fight a guy that's coming off of a loss. Logically, it doesn't make sense, right? It doesn't make sense. So, I don't know. Like I said, there's that stalemate at middleweight. So, Israel moving up to fight Jan Blachowicz. Sign me up. I'm ready. Let's go. I mean, there's nothing else going on, right? But anyways, I, I think that's it, ladies and gentlemen, for everything. Um, wow. One hour and 36 minutes in. One hour and thirty six minutes deep. We watched the like we watched basically the main card and we had raw reactions, man. Like I can't tell you like how much how inspiring it was to watch the career of Anderson Silva. I mean, he was one of those guys like for the longest time I was like, dude, 
who the fuck can beat this guy? And I still remember when Chris Wyman won. I was like, oh, dude. Like, I still remember my whole, like, breakdown of it. And, like, I was just like, how this guy who's 9-0 gonna beat this guy, Anderson Silva? This guy, this guy, um, you know, fought for the longest time and was the reigning defending champion for so long. And it's like, dude, nobody could beat this guy. And... Then when Chris Weidman came and unfortunately beat Anderson Silva, it was like, oh my god, that was a fluke. People say that. That was a fluke. That was a fluke. And second fight, Anderson breaks his leg. But before that, Chris Weidman is beating on him and does hurt him and beat him in the next fight. But, you know, this is the, the way that he won. He broke his leg, obviously. So that really goes down in the history. But no one really looks at that as a win over him. I mean, that's a stupid win. No one, no, I mean, I don't give a fuck about that second win that Chris Weidman had against Anderson Silva, really. That's not, like, one of the best uh, performances. I got to pee real quick, ladies and gentlemen. So, in that case, we're going to say goodbye, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That, that was a good one. As long, as much as I would like to stay, um, maybe we will. Maybe, let me see how I fill up in the bathroom, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back. Okay, we have elected to go. The final leg of the show will be live on Instagram. So it won't be available on YouTube or anything. It's only going to be on Instagram. Okay, in four, three, two, one. Okay, so I don't know if you remember me talking about this earlier. Um, but we've got the presidential election in less than five days. And <laughs> ironically... Ironically, guys, all right, all right, all right, ironically, the final time, the final seconds of the one of the previous podcasts I think we did on Instagram Live, um, ironically, ironically, um, we were talking about what the, um, what is it? Fuck, the freaking stream went down, god damn it. So, the final, the final, oh, the thing we're talking about on the podcast, right? Alright, here we go. Four, three, two, one. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Um, so, ironically, okay, so the last thing we were talking about on the last live stream that we had on here, we were talking about the presidential election, right, and Joe Biden and the corruption and everything else behind it, you know. Like I said, a lot of woke people are getting silenced nowadays, I don't really portray that side. I don't really talk about those kinds of things. But I have seen lots of things and read lots of articles about certain things. And to this point being, like now to, nowadays when I look at the two candidates that we have, we have Donald Trump on this side. We have Joe Biden on this side, right? It's so funny, we go from watching the fights, talking about politics and stuff, and yet we're continuing after almost an hour and a half long podcast. How crazy is that? Um, but yeah, so it's like, we really don't, there's really nobody to pick from, if you really think about it. Like, both of these guys are corrupt. Politics in general are corrupt. And I just don't think there's any segment or any spot in this where we win. So, like... When I see people on, like, Twitter or Instagram or making the videos for TikTok about who they're going to vote for or how much they glorify Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, 
Donald Trump, Mike Pence, you know, just people, people being fan bases all over the world. And if you see it online, you have the option <laughs> to get upset about it and to hate them or to dislike them or to say, fuck you, you suck, Trump's a racist, you're a bitch, fuck you, fuck you and your family, hope you all die, no, no. It's like, it's the, the, op the opportunities that, and the options that people give each other nowadays, like, everywhere you go, like, you know, if you have a Trump flag, you're gonna be fucking, you're gonna have graffiti, thrown, you're gonna have graffiti on your house, you're gonna have people come and vandalize your house, or some negative stuff, or if you're out there, they're gonna try to shoot at you, or vandalize, I don't know, people are fucking insane, man, we've seen some crazy things happen on those Trump rallies, and, and the protests, and all that, and, you know, everything, you know, you're not supposed to really spread that kind of encouragement towards uh, your, not your fans, but your supporters and all that. Like, if you're a supporter of somebody, yeah, that's fine, but what what is it that so-and-so does that is, um, that, I think this clip can go on YouTube, by the way. But just quickly, quickly saying this. I think it can go on YouTube because I did figure it out. Once you end the Instagram video, you got to save it to your phone directly or your device or whatever it is that you're doing. You got to save it to your device quickly. Okay, back to what we were saying. So, I don't know. Just like, you know, when, when it comes to thinking about both the candidates that we have, it's like there's really no one to pick. So when you're glorifying, oh, Biden or Trump, it's like you're glorifying the best thing that we can have other than Trump. So either we have Trump and the world continues to go the way that it's going for four more years, or we have Biden that's full of un... I don't know the word, man. It's mystery. We're under mystical surprises. Like, we don't know what the fuck we're in store for. You know, people are talking about what he's going to do when he taxes the higher corporations like Amazon and and everyone else that's, you know, you know, not paying heavy taxes. He said he's going to tax those people. That That's a good thing, you know, for them. It pisses me off, the fact, the fact that Amazon and all that, they're not paying heavy taxes, and Jeff Bezos is the rich, richest motherfucker because of this pandemic, and these people are making money off these motherfuckers. People are sitting at home, oh, swipe left to pay. You're going to pay for this device. You're going to pay for all this. And it's like, what the hell? Because you guys are getting rich off those things. Okay. So now it's time for you guys to pay. You're making all this money, you gotta pay it. You make a lot of money, the more more you make, the more they take. Do you guys not know what that means? So, I mean, that would be kind of nice to see that happen. But a point, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna be all, we're all over the place when it comes to this. But okay, a point that I thought about, probably about, Three weeks ago, yeah, probably about three weeks ago. Okay, I was, I was at my job. I was thinking, I was in the truck. I brought up the fact that, are you guys going to vote? I asked if you guys are going to vote. The people in the truck, all right. And they said no. Oh fuck no. Oh, this no that. All right. I, I was like, people asked me about my stance on how or if I was going to vote. I said. You know, I really don't know too much about either one of these guys, or maybe the other candidates. I've, I don't didn't know too much about the guys at the time, but I mean, I knew about Trump, I knew about Biden, but I didn't know a, a crazy amount about Biden. That's a real thing, and you know, reading.
reading, you can find out a lot of information. I knew about him. I knew about a lot of corrupt things about his family, about Hunter Biden and all that shit like that. But I didn't know too much crazy things about him and and all that. I mean, I knew about Trump for the longest time. And, man, it's like it's like the most hated person in the entire world. So, obviously, you got to know about them. Anytime that guy comes to mind or pops up on social media, you got the haters and you got the supporters and all that. But going back to what I was saying about, um, yeah, so it's like, they really don't know. Like, we really aren't given too much of a choice, but it just depends on, I don't know. We're really in no control of anything, so we're really just controlled people. Like, we're controlled people, so it's like, we really don't get a say-so in a lot of things. Yeah, we can vote. Yeah, we can do all this. Uh, say yes to this. Um, yes, on proposition this or that. And whatever else is. But in, in reality, is we're never going to truly have control over what it is that we have. Like, there's no way we can control it. You can vote for sure. And you can portray yourself as being a good guy by voting for Joe Biden. But in reality, for me, when it really truly comes down to it, it's really like there's no. There's no true good candidate, if that makes any mistake, and it makes any sense. Because you don't know, like, for Trump, you, we, we've gotten a taste of what it's like for four years already, what it's like to have him as a president, obviously with the police, um, no, abolish, what is it, not abolish the police, but um, defund the police, um, all the hatred and like the LGBTQ communities ravaging, thinking Trump doesn't support them, or, you know, all these other different things that's going on, all this hatred, all the separation in the world, and everybody hating one another, and protesting, and violently protesting, and, and smashing things, and um, really bringing racism to its highest teep since it's been in a while. I know that's going to gain a lot of uh, controversial opinions, and then all this controversial statement that was just said, but for me, I feel like we haven't had a president that's necessarily spread racism and had those racism-like vibes since Trump's been in office. So I can kind of see where people are coming on that. And we haven't really had that. I mean, with Obama, we had a really big, bold, very classy, respectful kind of guy who always spoke with intelligence, high intelligence and you know, he was a guy that, you know, was very classy. Despite having, like I said, nobody in politics is clean, motherfucker. So, despite the shit that, that Obama was investi not investigated for, but a lot of things that people have dirt on, you can look it up for yourself. We're not fact-checking like Joe Rogan or saying nothing like that. But Obama had his own shit, too. But from the public standpoint, when you see, like, in the video with little Obama on it, right, um... He, was, he portrayed himself completely opposite of what Trump portrays himself like. Ugh, grab her by the pussy. <laughs> I'm going to have the Mexicans build the wall for me. Jesus Christ, Trump. Come on, man. Can you not can you not portray yourself like that? For a second. He beats COVID in how long? Three days? Trump beat it in three days? How old is he? That's crazy by the way but yeah so when you go when you think about obama and you think about trump it's like two people completely personality wise completely different people so when i uh, a couple days ago like i watched the obama um what was it the obama um video right of him uh, the 
campaigning for Biden and Harris, and dude, it's like, you see this guy, we haven't really seen Obama pop off like that in a while, but Donald Trump continues to um, rile people up. So this goes back to a point that I was talking about three weeks ago, was that there's a side of me that would like to see what the world's response is what the world's response would be like if Donald Trump wasn't the president. If that's all it takes for you guys to go back to world peace and for you guys to not be so hateful on the internet, regardless of if you if you hate someone, that's fine. But you don't, don't make it seem like that thing's hating, you're hating that so much that you're not going to... Um, enjoy your life or you don't enjoy your life in general because every we're on our phones all the time so we talked about this probably about like probably a few podcasts ago but say you're, you're on your phone right you're looking on your phone you look at the news you watch the news you're in media you're on twitter you're on instagram you're gonna see something with donald trump on it and you're gonna get upset and it's gonna consume your day that's 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 something you just can't like i said you can't have that kind of hate towards a president like that so like i said two more days till we got a really a re, a election and stuff so it really just depends on what's what's gonna happen so you know like i said either we're gonna get trump and we're gonna continuously get this energy for the next four years and who knows if it's gonna get better or worse but we're gonna get that or we're gonna get mysteries in joe biden maybe he's what people need and maybe trump wins again and Yet we get someone who can kind of make Americans feel a little bit safer, quote unquote safer. The woke people won't agree that we're safe, but you know maybe if people calm the fuck down for once and stuff like that, we can get a little bit of a safer kind of world where people don't act like idiots, and maybe it's gonna be a little bit calmer of a world because a reality TV star be, being our president, that's kind of a crazy stand. That's a crazy world for us. That's a crazy world for a lot of people and. Yeah, like I said, I don't like seeing this world get crazy and shit like that, man. It's kind of a real insane thing, so, like, I know I keep moving all fucking nervous and stuff, you know. We just did, like, an hour and 30 minutes on, <laughs> offline, so we're on here online now, so it's, like, the last leg of this part. So we really don't get the, you don't get the whole show on YouTube, on Instagram, you get the whole show if you listen to the audio edition, I know it's confusing. Listen to the podcast. Click the link in my bio. Linktree, by the way. I think it's Linktree. Uh, Instabio. Instabio. I use Instabio. I just picked that one. It's the easiest one. has all my social medias in the link. You click the link, and you get access to my Instagram, my Twitter, my Snapchat, and the KWTK pod account through Anchor, Radio Link, Spotify, Twitter, everything else, everything is under link or Insta bio. So click the link in Insta bio, by the way, just quickly. And other than that, I think that's it, ladies and gentlemen. This has been a wild time, a crazy show. Um, happy post Halloween. I know we weren't able to be live here on the show and Halloween and stuff like that, but this clip will be live and free on YouTube, will be live and free on Instagram. The entire show will be available, obviously, for listening. We'll be on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, everywhere else. Get your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. The full show will be available. Almost two hours of greatness. We watched the fights. We watched the main cards. We commentated. We talked. We had fun. We talked. We 
brief amount of politics on um, uttermost other things as well, ladies and gentlemen, and we had some fun doing it. So, without further ado, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, GTheKingMMA on Twitter, GTheKingOfficial on Instagram, as Gabriel Hernandez signing off. Happy November, it's already November. By the next time we're, we're on, we're going to have a new president-elect, and the voting will be in, and the, the, the election will be on November 3rd crazy, historic, scary time for us as American citizens and stuff like that. But hey, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just going to sit back and spectate and watch the world burn if it needs to. And controversial statement at the last point in time of this podcast, but hey, I'm just going to watch it and be a part of it and still have a good life and adapt and overcome as we always do, ladies and gentlemen. So we're out of here. Bye, folks. Thank you for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. That was a fucking wild ride. I cannot believe we had that long of a show. But, hey, like I said, appreciate you guys for tuning in. And tune in for all the latest episodes of our show. Anchor.fm forward slash KWTKpod for all the latest episodes. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at KWTKpod. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere else. iHeartRadio, everywhere else you get your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. They're 100% free and easy to use. Anchor.fm forward slash KWTKpod to listen. And obviously, if you want to start your own podcast, download the Anchor app in the Google Play Market as well as app the App Store on Apple if you have iPhone or whatever it is. iPhone 12 just came out, so why don't you use it, ladies and gentlemen? So, Anchor.fm forward slash KWTKpod, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Bye.